my goodness. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Reality Informant. Today, I have a guest that has already been a guest, and you just don't know it yet because apparently her episodes in Podcast Purgatory, Nando, if you're listening, I'm looking at you. Uh, we have Elle. Yeah, we've got El Murasaki here. Hey, girl. Hi. I'm glad to be back, but kind of here for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So Elle is on TikTok. um, She's one of the first women, really, and creators that I followed that was in the reality TV space. At the time, she was Housewives and Chit Chat, but she still chit chats all day. And she talks about everything that really I talk about. Um, I think she's way like better versed in certain areas in the franchises within the Bravo universe. So we can get to it and you'll see when we cover some of the topics today. <laughs> She'll That's only because like my mental health is in the shitter and I like rewatch shows over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Like, <laughs> but listen, you too you can be like me. <laughs> I know. Hey, I mean, I'm pretty damn close. I mean, listen, this week was this week was tough. Um, you know? By the way, Elle and I are both moms, so we bond over that as well. Yes. And um, it's just it's just makes us a special kind. You know, we're like obsessed with this stuff. We also we're both tri-state moms, which means we we're are. raising tri-state kids. So it's a different type of parenting. Yeah, we're <laughs> built different. I think anyone can understand that from this space. But anyway. Elle, let's talk about you. Why don't you tell the listeners just really like who you are, if they don't know already, um, kind of your journey in content creation and where where we can find you and any projects you're working on. All of the things. Well, I'm Elle. I am a Pisces Scorpio. Scorpio, I like long walks on the beach. No. (laughs) What's your blood type and your social security (laughs) number? Yes, please. I'll (laughs) I'll submit that at the end. Thank you. You have to listen into the end to be able to see me. Thank you. Um, (laughs) No, I I am Elle Marisaki. And you know what? Next month will be my two-year tiktok anniversary, And (gasps) I am truly confused as to how we even got here i am still like that meme of jay versace like i (laughs) i don't i don't know so speaking of scamming um it was covid the economy was bad and i was scammed by someone who i thought was a friend um and who used that against me i once everything settled there i said you know what i don't want to know anybody. So thanks. I'm going to find new people. And I deleted Facebook. I deleted Instagram. I said, I'm going to see what these kids is doing on TikTok. I'm not going to be dancing, but I'm going to go over there and see what they are doing. I was doing that and watching Big Brother 25, the cookout season. Made one or two videos. Like really... When I tell you made one or two, I did. I barely knew how to get to green screen. I was like fumbling around the TikTok app. Make a video start scrolling and I see Giorgio makes this video on Erica Jane. We are now at the height of Erica, Tom Girardi. We all just found out. I don't even think the Hulu doc was out at this point, or if it did, it had just come out, right? Like we're part two of the reunion Mm -hmm. in the horrible pink dress. Okay, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) he does a video. He says something and I say to my husband, you know how them people be doing the TikToks where they they respond to what somebody else says? How you do that? And I shove my phone in. Oh, and then a star was born. (laughs) 
truly. I shoved the phone in, in his face. He doesn't know how to use TikTok either. My husband is four years older than me, okay? Uh, he has no idea about TikTok. We fumble around. We get it. I do this horrible green screen, put my phone down because TikTok is not a real place. I put my phone down. I get in the shower. I am like doing my thing, getting ready to take my kid to the park and like fumbling around at the front door waiting for the family. And I open up and like, we're at like 23,000 views. This can't be more than like my, I don't think I had four videos on TikTok. That must be also scary for someone. And talk about your background. Like what, do you have any experience in marketing and social media? Like do you, do you? Right. So for me, it wasn't scary because I was like, get Robin Roberts on the phone. Like I've arrived. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you know you were meant this to do is, this. Okay. This is the moment we've all collectively have been waiting for. I'm glad everybody <laughs> woke up. Um, <laughs> no, I I had a, a lifestyle brand and actually a social media marketing company. There you go. That I was leaving. So at that point, I was extremely versed in, again, TikTok was still new. Um, so I was extremely versed in Facebook marketing, Instagram marketing, things of that Patreon, YouTube type world. Right. I had a video or so do more than 10,000 on Instagram before. So it wasn't, this wasn't my first time. I had just decided to leave. I had already left the marketing space because with marketing, especially at that time, when you're helping other people market their social media and your social media isn't at a number they find impressive, they don't believe you. They give you a hard time. Like I had one client who I I was like uh, on my hands and knees, like, sir, if I need you to sign up for Amazon affiliate. This is like Amazon was new. at The affiliate stuff was kind yeah. of relatively new at that point. And so like begging this client, begging this client, like they, people don't do the things because I guess part of their brain is like, well, if I stop using you, what a pot up. And so I kind of just got tired of fighting with people in that space. I had some really nice clients, um, people who we still love, but I'm not going to name because whatever. Um, But (laughs) I was doing that. And then I had a lifestyle brand, Scotland, Maine, and it was centered around, um, just helping women, mothers find time for self-care, um, specifically through meditation and sound baths. So after the scam, I was like, oh, well, like maybe maybe my discernment is off. <laughs> There's number one. And then number two, I don't want to help nobody. Fuck all y'all. Like, and I really... <laughs> Honestly, I'm dead at the sound bath of it all because like now you're you are a sound bath like forever. You're just talking all day. People just, get so loud. there. Talk about meditation. You've come full circle, Elle. Maybe you didn't realize circle. it. I don't think I did. And and I still have people who are like, Yeah, the reality TV is nice. Do you still offer sound baths? <laughs> you're like, I mean, I'll do it, but just with the side of uh who yeah, the side of Kenya. <laughs> Have you seen this week's episode of Housewives? <laughs> what do you think of? Yeah, I know. I'm laughing at the. I can't even do so that. So naturally, after that, my marketing brain kicked on. Right. <laughs> um, I was like, "Oh, there's a lane." And for me, I'm again, I'm really a Pisces, Scorpio, Scorpio. So like, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I don't believe in occupying spaces that I don't occupy. Right. So like. 
I wasn't a TikToker. I wasn't familiar with TikTok. So I wasn't going to come in here and assert my will. I was going to find out what the rules of the land are, so to speak. Got it. Okay. So I took some time where I didn't even post. And I literally, like anything housewives related, I put it in the search box. I was looking, who who's talking about the housewives? Is there a format that people like to see? And at that time, in a, in a commentating way, in a like I'm not in my bed or on my couch way, it was Kim Pyre, Giorgio Says, and Leah from Queen Board. She's uh, she left TikTok for the most part. She's on um, Twitter, but she did like Housewives commentary. Yes. She did Cheshire. She did international. All of that. That was it. A- again, there are people on the internet who had opinions, but in a like, this is what I'm I bra- do. Bravo mm-hmm. commentary style. They were the only ones. So I was like, okay, there's not there's not a black woman here in this space. Like we. We can do this. And my brain never thought to even look outside of TikTok. I never, I never thought this was a lane. So I never thought, let me check YouTube. Let me check Instagram. I was on TikTok. It was working. Uh, Giorgio duetted it. I, I went from like four followers to like a thousand in a day. And then it was just up from like, I was instantly able to go live. I didn't, I went live so fast that I didn't know that you couldn't go live. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Right. I'm just thinking it's like Instagram and then people were like, oh, I don't have a thousand. I can't go live. And I was like, oh, I still don't know this place. Um, At that point, Kim Pyre had Mm -hmm. just quit his job. He was corporate. He had just quit his job and started doing this full time. Um, And so I was like, oh. This is doable. Oh, like (laughs) started paving it out. that was October, so what, 2021, two years ago? That was October 2021. Um, we do through the winter, I'm commentating, I'm doing reviews, Atlanta, Married to Medicine, it's going good. It's building a name for itself. I think in about, April, matter of fact, it was, it was April 2022 now, and it was 420. And I was sitting on the floor participating in 420 activities with my friends and as one does and naturally and it hit me i was like <laughs> that was just my words but you didn't get it i did okay keep going i'm I the four-year-old everybody we know this okay i'm a child um it hit like i don't i don't know if it was the weed or what but bro i was like <laughs> i'm holding millions of dollars in my hands like and and then i started thinking all of the women influencers who are not 20 years old that we like, they're all moms and like with husbands who kind of kind of sort of bankroll it. Like, you know what I mean? Not to say that they don't do anything, but normally they're like, you tap Tabitha Brown of it all. She was working, but Chance was a police officer. Like, you know yes. what I mean? There, there were people. And so I was like, I'm gonna do this shit. Like, <laughs> and my friend is like, what? I'm like, I'm going to go for I'm, it. I'm going to go for it. I'm going I'm to make this shit pop. Like, I'm housewives and chit-chat. And she was like, okay, girl. And I was like, nah. And I literally picked up my phone. I did a voiceover. I think that hit like 10K before the night was over. And I was like, yeah, bitch. 
Like told you so. Fucking content creator. Um, <laughs> oh, geez. That I was, just like jumped up. I'm laughing. Okay, keep going. That was April, <laughs> July. I do the How to Kidnap a Housewife video. We all love that. Everybody go to Elle's socials. I'm pretty sure she has a pinned. That it's one's pinned. so funny. Yeah. It's yeah. pinned. Um, <laughs> can I be honest? I watch yeah. that video like once a month and I'm like, what is it that you guys? I think it's funny. I think it's honestly for me, I think if like if I go back, I don't know if I saw it like before I was following you or after, but I'd assume if it was like the first time I saw this, I'd be like, the effort that this person put into this and like she's not wrong, but like you have to like it. You can't look away. And that's what my mom said. And my mom doesn't watch the housewives at all. She goes, I don't know what the you're talking about I just love how fast you're talking about it like the fact that you can ramble that Mm -hmm. quick that long about anything is impressive like (laughs) and so even now she'll be like play play that rambling show show them that rambling video and then like she'll make me like a little kid she'll make me show it to my friends and like look look how fast she's talking isn't that fast (laughs) I mean it's a gift um that was July Right. Yes. So we had, we're not even at a year mark yet. Right. We're just October to July. Uh, I, I posted, I had the idea. I said to my husband, what if I made a video like this? And he was like, I mean, I don't know, make it, let's see. Like, like I got to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Once I get excited about an idea, I suck at explaining it. Like I just have, yeah, I have to show you and I can show you from beginning to end. But once my problem is, I think I'm a marketing genius. Like I think I'm like A&R, like God. So once I, once I put it together in my head, it's like, you just got to see it. Like I, I can't, I can't tell you about it. Now my brain is writing the script, but I'm also trying to tell you about it. And those two things don't make sense at the same time. Okay. So he was like, yeah, kid, it doesn't make sense. So maybe if you could show it to me, like we could, we could talk about it. It woke me up in my, I had the idea, went to bed. I could not sleep. I was like, I've got, like, I've got to get this out. Like I'm writing it. I'm, I'm thinking about what I want to Google for the images. Um, Like I, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. We wake up. We're going to, my daughter had a birthday party to go to. In the video, I'm literally in my jeans and my bra because I was getting dressed. I was getting dressed. And I said, I have to get this first draft out. Like, I just got to get it off of my brain. I'm not going to Mm. have a good time. I sit down. I I was like, am I showing too much skin? Like, because if this works, I'm not redoing it. (laughs) (laughs) If I can, if I can one take her, I'm I'm in there. So he was like, "Nah, fine, you look good." I start filming it. At that point, TikTok doesn't have ten minutes, right? I think I think I had three minutes at that time, maybe. And I was three. Yeah, three was I'm pissed because again, the editing function wasn't there as cohesive as it is now. So I can't figure out how to chop it. I can't. Go from being kidnapped to rambling to stopping the screen. Again, I don't know how long this is going to take me, so I also can't insert the stop so that it does it on its own. I'm oh my gosh, millennials on TikTok. I'm struggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I do it. I don't think I'm in love with it, but the ideas is out of my brain. Cool. 
We get dressed, we're in the car. Now I'm fumbling with it. I'm trying to edit it. I'm trying to figure it out. I get it to a point where I'm like, okay, this is this is good. At this point, I'm over it. I'm like, if the video doesn't fucking do anything, I don't give a shit. Like I had mm-hmm. an idea. I saw it through completion. We're great. Go to post it. And it's not posting. Like I like I don't I don't have service. Like I'm outside. I'm headed to Target in a place that I frequent. I've never had service issues. The video will not fucking upload. It won't upload. And that urgency that you feel, which I don't I, if you're listening to this as a content creator, when you have an idea and I can I'm like resonating with everything else saying because when you have an a really good idea, you want to get it out there like it just needs to leave your body. Stat. Um, I don't, there's no other way to describe it. It just is. And honestly, I know this is going to sound so corny, but I really do think it's an artist. And I like, when I speak to a lot of different artists, the people that actually are like painters or graphic designers, illustrators, they say the same thing that it's just this, like, I need to get it out. So I understand where you're like that. I need to post this. Like, I just spent so much time. I need the world to, like, validate that this is as beautiful as I know it is. Like, I get it. At that point, I didn't even care if anybody validated it. I was Mm -hmm. proud of myself for for having an idea, fumbling around on TikTok, and, like, posting it. Again, I am – nothing has happened at this point. Like, I I don't want to say nothing has happened. Like, I had followers, and I'm very appreciative of them, and I had videos that were doing numbers, but, like – it had not yielded me anything in terms of I'm a content creator. Right. So <clears throat> I was just like, pat myself on the back. I'm a big kid now. I go into Target, get the birthday gift in the card, because that's what you do before the birthday party. <laughs> I, know. I get, in, I get in the car. I'm like, if this video I don't fucking post, like I'm I'm gonna fight my phone. Like that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I finally get it to post. It's doing the upload. It posts. I put my phone down. I'm like, oh, who cares? <laughs> out now. Out. It's out. I'm in the car. I'm talking. We're listening to music. Conversation dies down. I pick my phone up. And I think the video was like right under 10K mm-hmm. at this point. And we're still in the car. So we're not even talking couldn't have been more than 45 minutes. And I really think it was closer to the 30 minute mark. So I say to my husband, like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Hello. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I, yeah. had, I hadn't seen high numbers like that since I think Dorit Kimsley is Moira Rose. Because that, again, was one of my first. Um, that one and then Portia was teaching us a master class. Those two series. Portia, did. those were good. I love those were good. <laughs> Again, I was sitting there depressed about the scam. And I was like, how did I not see this before? And I start searching for screenshots. I don't know. Um, We get to the party. I'm getting out of the car. And I want to say the video was at like 25K. So it's fast. And that's when you knew. It was so fast. But I still had no idea. I, I think... By the time we were on the way home, I want to say that the video was at like 75. So by the time we go to Target, finish the party and head back home, I'm at like 75K. Cool. And this is before create a beta program, right? Oh my Just God. to everybody know. <laughs> oh my God, please. I know. I know. I don't think anything of it. I wake up the next day. 
I think I did post it to, to Instagram. I wake up the next day, I post it to Instagram, and then it was over from there. Bravo TV DM me like, hey, we saw your video. Can we post it? I say yes. And then my husband goes, do they often post like other content creators? And I said, they post other content creators sometimes. He goes, cool. Do they often post black content creators? <laughs> To which I scrolled down to the bottom of Bravo's page. And at that time, I don't know if it has changed since then. I was the only Black female content creator that they had ever reposted on their feed. Wow. See? All from, and you knew in your gut that it would, it was my good. Gut, my gut knew. My brain was like, fuck it. Just <laughs> <laughs> get away from me with this Apollo. <laughs> oh my gosh. So then from this, you have this, this viral moment. You just run. You run with it. And you are like almost daily pushing out these videos or is it – are you waiting a little <clears throat> bit or is it like go time? Um. So at that point when I did the Kidnap a Housewife video, I was doing recaps the next day at 1 p.m. I want, again, I think I'm a marketing genius. So I wanted to train my audience to what time to come to my page. We know here this will be there. So I was – Watching the show like on a Sunday night, taking notes, waking up on Monday, filming, putting it in the draft, posting by one. I, that was the schedule. Bravo reposts the video and then people start, podcast offers start coming in. I got offered to be a co-host on my first podcast, which was 3 Plus One Media. <clears throat> they still exist, but I was a co-host on that show. Uh and now people are asking me to do podcast appearances. I don't know this world. I don't know where it leads. So I told my husband, I said, I'm I'm going to say yes error myself into the two-year mark. At the two-year mark, we can figure out what is and what isn't working if we delete TikTok, but we'll give it, I think two years is enough at this point because now we are like coming up on the one year. So I'm like, okay, if we could do this in a year without any direction, and now direction is forming, we can make something in that path. And so I, I literally just said yes. I just, I just said yes, and that got me in some mess, <laughs> and, it, and it opened um, a lot of doors. I, I literally, I don't think there was a podcast offer. And if, if you're listening and I turned you down, then I. I must have just missed you. I don't I don't think I I don't I didn't ever formally say no to anybody. I could have possibly missed something in my inbox, but I never said no thank you. I said yes to everybody's podcast. Um I said yes to every co-host opportunity, every show opportunity. I did a show with Monsters and Critics yes. on their YouTube page, The Real Housewives Rewind. Um I did a brand deal with Tubi. I just like, yeah, I just, you, I just... Know, like it really, it really popped off. So today, where are you with? It's about that two year mark, right? It Elle? is about that two so, year. So, so where, where do you go now? Where from here? Um, obviously, there are people like me who have been watching you grow and are cheering you on and and feel like the world is your oyster. Um, so where are you at with it? Um. I'm in a corner confused with everybody else because what the fuck is all these strikes? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think now let's let's get into it because like <sighs> I know 
So, I mean, Elle and I, I think Elle, if you've been listening here, you know, we've covered that here. Um, but Elle and I have been going back and forth, like intermittently over DM, just like, what do we do? <laughs> like what? when this first all happened, like, what do we do? Um, you know, I had what Simone can we talk Uba about and Caitlin on to talk about that, like, cause they, they're so well-versed and educated on it. Um, so they were on a few episodes ago and we really talked about it. And then I love I, I, it landed us in a spot where we can talk about reality TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it's allowed. I think, you know, Elle and I are not idiots. We understand that like this, a lot of the reality TV lives under companies that are quote unquote struck. So it is this weird gray area that we are quote unquote allowed. So we're going to continue to talk about it. Um, but I think, you know, a moment for me, and I think Elle, you feel the same, is that we obviously support these strikes um, and the yes. unions and what they're asking for. Um, did you see the Adam Driver clip that's gone viral, Elle? Um, yes. Did yes. Yeah, he spoke yes. yesterday. Um, he's promoting his new film. And I guess his production company, I believe it's STX, forgive me if I'm wrong, Um and Neon, I believe, both of those companies mm-hmm. are independent production companies that have agreed with SAG's terms and yeah. the and they're able to promote. Um, so I just thought that was like such a cool way. He always impresses me. But anyway. Um, him and uh, apologies to all no, no, no. the Swifties out there, uh, sorrows and prayers, because I'm not one of you. I so far be it for me to give her her props because <laughs> it's always going to be okay. Beyonce over Taylor for me. But <laughs> <laughs> she, she is she is circumnavigating the strike drama, doing the same thing. So she's turning Eris tour into a movie yes. theatrical production, but she's doing it through her production company. And so that's how they are uh, swinging around that. I, at first, the strike... It pissed me off because I was like, damn, I'm going to have to tell my husband he was right. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're a wife. (laughs) That's the worst thing. You know, we never trying to come up off of the babe. You were right. Um, No. No. But like I said, he had said, I don't remember now if this was on air or off, but my husband had said, listen, your content is based on somebody else's content. If that content were to fall, what do you have? And so I'm like. <laughs> Sir, pipe down. It's the housewives. Like, mm, it's not going anywhere. And <laughs> you're in the festival. I was like, what There's are you talking about? There's nothing that could happen to them. It's, it's Bravo and NBCU. Like, stop being a Debbie Downer. Uh, <laughs> and and then the strike happened. So that was that was jarring, but it kind of forced me to go back to the original script, right? Which was creating community this is what this was always about us finding likeness around these shows and then realizing that some of these are real life issues like you know what i mean the garcelle of it all real life issue meredith and whitney arguing about whether or not meredith has a dirty bathtub what we actually came for you know Mm -hmm. salt lake city might actually save us all (laughs) amen we'll get to it but I, I wanted to be able to find community. And it was the thing that I realized my podcast journey was missing when I was co-hosting. Nobody was tuning into any of the shows that I co-hosted because, oh my God, I had to see what Ellen such and such said. And for me, that's where the meat was. Not because you're hung up on my word, but because you came here and you found 
commonality, inspiration. You found, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just joy in the fact that like, oh my God, somebody else went through that too, you know? And then we can still talk about pop culture and laugh and kiki and all of that. So that's what I wanted to create uh, with my new podcast, Stripped. I wanted everybody to kind of like, just get emotionally naked. Like, let's let's stop. What's happening with Croy and Kim is really sad, but let's not act like it ain't us too. It just is no cameras on us. You know what I mean? Like, yep. for most Americans, we would be telling the same story as Kim and Corey, maybe on a different pay scale, but the same story, the same yeah. check to check, the same overspending. So it just got to a point where it was just like, we're badgering people for the same mistakes that we make. And like, why, why can't we just talk about the fact that all of us have made the same mistake, you know, and kind of find commonality there and still talk about the show on that level or from that perspective. So yeah, that's what no, I did I, with Stripped. I'm so excited for you and that project because I mean here, like that's what we're trying to do too is give people a more human look at it all, you know, at all of this. Obviously mm-hmm. laugh and joke and have fun, but like tie it back to things that are real. Um and then when we have guests on like break it down with them and and understand like why this is an outlet for you. And I think you alluded to it before with just like mental health and things like that. For me, that's what this is. It This is. And I've always been really transparent about that. Um, this community has allowed me in times of like those low, dark times to see the light and have joy and just yes. like get my head out of every day, right? You know, we're moms and there's so much that comes with that role um, that we need, we need escape, you know, and we need to, we need to just watch other people have a messy day. Like it's okay um, to admit that. Um, So I, I'm really excited for it and I'm just so excited to tune in and like share that journey with everybody. Um, so everybody be on the lookout for stripped. Um, when are they dropping? Just have you have a day set yet or is yes. it just sort of stripped is out now. You can yes, stream it, it on Amazon music, Apple podcasts, Spotify, or iHeart. Um, we've got episodes with Shannon from everything's hunky dory podcast out right now, as well as an episode with Audra and Martin Curry from last season of married to medicine. Um, both of those are out now they are really, really, really good conversations. Like yeah. Audra and Martin came and gave us like just real. It wasn't like, oh, we're reality. It was not from a pretentious or a you know who I am type of. We went all the way back to when Audra and Martin first met. Wow. Um, we went through his honest hesitancy when he found out that Audra already had a kid and how they have blended that family and just dating advice. Shannon talked us through her choice to pull a Nini on her husband. She filed those papers, child. She formally divorced that man and then they figured it out and got back together. Um, she is currently healing from breaking up with her best friend of 23 years Ooh. after just realizing like, I got, I got to kind of, I kind of got to set some boundaries and you don't treat me like that. And talking about just, getting over that and mental health and all of it. So it's, it's, it's a good conversation. It gets deep at times for sure, but like that's life. <laughs> and also, then- I love that there's that side of you, right? Because we see you on socials and it's like bright and bubbly and, but we do talk about real things. You talk mm-hmm. about, you know, you don't hide anything. Um, 
So I think it's just a nice extension of you and people get to, you know, hear from you. So everybody tune into Stripped. I'm excited. Thank you. Let's just talk some shit. (laughs) I think it's time. (laughs) Please. Hold on. Let me. (laughs) We both got our. Okay. Let's hydrate. I need the the caffeine. All right. Wow. Okay. The last like 24 hours have been insane. Honestly, we are um, connecting off the heels of, I guess, Summer House is the hottest item on this list. Summer Um, House in in Bethany's brain breaking. Oh, I mean. What was that? mm -hmm, Okay. Let's hold Bethany for a moment. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Carl and Lindsay, I am very upset. I'm going to put my two cents out there, and then that's that, and we'll see how this falls. Elle, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, I've been watching Summer House for years. I love the show. It's always been a guilty pleasure. Like Elle said, tri-state area. I'm from Long Island. Like, I know it's just – I was very excited about the show. Always was. Um, Last year, I thought it was time for a casting shakeup, like big time. It just felt like the whole essence of the show was sort of kind of – going away and it was losing what we came for in the first place. So I, I was really pushing for that. And then this news comes out over the last, like, I would say 48 hours. I think the first person I saw was it's Dana. The, um, it's mm-hmm. Dana's. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had posted on TikTok and it like blew up that she had like heard about this and she's pretty positive. So I kind of waited. I'm a waiter <laughs> with these kinds of, um, stories I just out of respect for the people but also I don't know I like to see like two or three confirmations versus yeah like I like one. to let it, let it fall a little bit yeah um and we saw this come out and I'm like oh shoot and then the next morning I'm seeing it again and I'm like this is real I was just digging a little bit and I saw a few too many sources confirmed us we have contacts obviously and i was just getting a, i was like this is this is real all right i'm posting and it blew up and everybody's upset about it i think everyone's posted about it now um no everybody and their mom yes. it's the new vpr it's the new vpr um here's what i'll say i think that i'm sad for them both i think if you've watched the show you knew that they had a relationship They had a connection, whether it was platonic or romantic, there was always something between them. I think we watched Carl go through, like I said on on my video, like a very transformative year with his sobriety. And, you know, one thing about sobriety and like AA is that they promise, they make a promise to themselves that they stay single for a year. And a lot of that is tied back to, now I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychiatrist. This is just like me, obviously reading Alcoholics Anonymous, just knowing this from um, conversations with friends and family. Also watching the mom. But Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love sure. that show. <laughs> it's true. Um, you know, that you're supposed to wait because there's fear that your, your addiction transfers. So mm-hmm. you go from addicted to being, you know, drunk, whether it's high, whether it's just the drinking aspect itself. Um, that gets removed and then you try to find something else. So there's been conversation about that online, which is really interesting and a different perspective. Um, And I think that, you know, sobriety is such a careful, like you have to be so careful about it. It's so personal. And Mm -hmm. listen, if Carl has come to this decision through the sobriety journey, I credit him for making a really scary decision, a really brave one where I get 
a little bit icked out is the idea that this was filmed. Um, there's there's just been rumblings that this was on film and that he broke up with her on film and that she had no idea this was coming. Um, if that's true, that's just like, I don't understand it. And I think I need to hear more context to get it. Um, that would disappoint me a lot. And if that's I also, true, yeah. and then I want Bethany to get her lawyers on the line because that girl too has been <laughs> wrong yeah. and they are preying off of her downfall. I, again, don't watch Summer House, but I saw and heard that, you know, Carl was dealing with some sort of sobriety issue. And then that made it make sense that he was the one who called it off. So I, I strung those things together the way you did. And then I also thought to myself, like, good for her, too, because she can use a break. Because if he's been struggling with sobriety this long and has finally decided to get help, loving somebody who, and I've never been in a relationship in terms of romantic, but I do know people who struggle. And loving people through that and having to make the decision to say, like, okay, well, like I'm not going to drink with you or around you mm -hmm. anymore. I can't mm -hmm. make those decisions for you, but I, I know what I want to participate in or having to love someone enough to say like, okay, I've helped all that I could. Like this is the end of the road for the help journey until you do those things for yourself, you know, um, or having, having the fear, right? I grew up with an uncle who, who suffered from PTSD from the war that he participated in really, really bad night terrors and everything. Mm -hmm. And he struggled with sobriety. And when my grandmother passed away, I remember um, she had a DNR and they actually ignored her DNR because they couldn't get in contact with my uncle and they didn't want him to spiral when and if he called to check on my grandmother for somebody else to answer and say that she was gone. So again, the tenderness out of respect for his sobriety and then as it translated to respect for what the other human actually wanted. And then the same when it came to dealing out the affairs, there had to be somebody um, like put over his money because now we're also scared that if we just give you this lump sum of money that you're going to harm yourself with it. So it's a very eggshell dance I know. and I can understand and I know firsthand from other people well I guess that would be secondhand but secondhand from other people's experience that you get so used to walking on those eggshells that you don't know that you're tiptoeing anymore so maybe she needs that break for her mental health as well now if all of this was filmed <laughs> I know it changes the right. Like I feel like if it wasn't, I could look at this very differently. Um, but the filming of it, there's just something about it that that makes it ick. Yeah, it just makes it ick. So we will see, friends. We still, as of it's noon on Friday, we still have not heard. I don't think. I mean, I'm looking right now. I haven't seen any like comments really posted by either of them directly. Um, I think they're just going to let this one ride the weekend, I would think. Um, so they should. It's a long weekend. It's a it's a it's Labor Day weekend. There is a lot that can happen. Yes. I'm <laughs> we know that. Just I would just be quiet and let it let it ride. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I feel Ramona very sorry thing on her knees with her like who? Ramona. Well, of course she is. You didn't I see that post with her. Uh, oh, yes, I saw it. I saw it. With I saw Avery it. and her friends and her her 
in the front draped out like there's a lot that can happen over the weekend in the bravo sphere specifically yes i mean true but okay let's switch gears i mean i i want to talk to you about jersey i finally got Elle on the train i'm so happy she's here what did you think you want me here for this (laughs) (laughs) what do you think of the pictures like of the baseball thing i want to know your thoughts because i have them I actually wanted to go to the baseball game. We should have done it, Elle. That we was should, stupid. I, Why didn't we think of that? Now I'm like, wait. It was wait, on that my was anniversary. Dumb. And oh, that, that's the only that's reason. Why. My husband yeah. would have been like. <laughs> I would have gone. I would have gone with you. Next time okay. that happens, we'll go. Next time, Something let's do stupid. it. I really um, want to go to the Luann show. I do want to go to the Luann. In, in Luan December. Show. I think it'd be funny. Okay. Sorry. Um, Side No, I, I think. I know I've I've got a chance to encounter and experience Dolores Catania. I think she is a great human being. Mm -hmm. Um, She Bravo was meant to highlight the dark in anybody. Um, And I think like everybody, Dolores has a a temper and sometimes that goes too far even for me. But overall, Dolores is a great human being. And if there was ever any question about that, that Gertie shirt, I've seen some people in the comments say like, Oh, like it was Bravo was filmed. She kind of had to. She absolutely did not have to. She didn't have to do what? that. <laughs> what? How, people literally find a problem with everything. That's like a very nice gesture. And it gets, ugh. Okay. It was a nice gesture. And to think like there are two people, there are two different types of people in this world, right? There are people who iron on Gertified patches. And there are people who iron on free Uncle Ben. You know what I mean? And... <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. I just know where I thought you were going and I love it. I love you. I love you. See you guys. And I think in a world where you where you can be anything, be the type of person who irons on Gertified. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is a soundbite, my friends. Okay. Honestly, this is what I feel about the whole baseball thing. I love it. I I so support them doing it. I don't need it to be on the show. I feel like we've seen this two, three years in a row now. And I get now, maybe it's now it's like an event. It's become like an event that we go to. Fine. But it's just like, can we just have a different layout for this year? Like, I think we just need a different layout. We've got two newbies that I'm super excited about, Al. Have you kind of like looked into them a little bit? I haven't done a deep dive into the newbies because I don't think it's enough. I I, I think... I really think Bravo messed up by by not shaking axing. it up more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, axing some of, some of the women. I do to back to the Dolores thing though. I think the thing with Dolores is we get so little of her life outside of her anger and Polly and Frank that her baseball thing is actually one of the most authentic ones that we get. Like Dolores is about that charity life, like. <laughs> She's probably somewhere right now. Like when I when I had the pleasure of speaking to her, she was literally trying to rehome some dogs. Like she's just constantly doing good. Like that's the yeah. Vibe. Like charity is kind of who she is, and I. So I I'm glad that she. It feels like she put her foot down and was like, no, this this is my thing. This is what I'm doing. This is what you're highlighting. You get enough of me telling people I'm gonna push them into the pool. Like we're doing this. Okay, back to not recasting. No, absolutely the fuck not. Like, bravo, is this thing on? (laughs) Yeah, hello. I don't, respectfully, I don't give a fuck about them new girls. And I mean that from the bottom of my Jersey heart because 
the fact what are we getting ready to do? What is Melissa Teresa Marge Jackie G? I would have kept Fessler, but specifically those four, what are they going to give us that we haven't already seen from them? And I felt like something controversial, and I think I agree with you. I think, honestly, Marge, Teresa, I do think, I do think Marge and Teresa would have been very interesting to watch them be like taken out because they are like so central to issues. Like I just, not that I would want it. But I just feel like it would have created a totally different show, taking them out specifically. It would have have put them in a tailspin. It would have put the the comfortable girls on their tippy toes. Mm -hmm. Um, I And I don't even say that in terms of take Teresa off of my TV, right? Yeah. I just, as it pertains to the Teresa, Melissa of it all, I'm tired. Well, I don't even want to – honestly, if it starts – if it, like, even gets there next year, friends, I'm putting it out there. I'm not spending the amount of time on it. Like, I'm just not. I cannot. It's not fun for me. It's not fun at all. No. So, okay. Moving on. So, there's – there we are with Jersey. More to come. I'm I'm, I'm excited about the casting, though. I'll say – I will say why. Um, Specifically – I think it's Jamie is the one who is the wife of the founder of E Clean Bro which I think is interesting. She's the marketing director and like we've seen it everywhere. I think it's cool because it's like they're in Jersey. That was that's about to say that's some Jersey ass shit. That's why I was saying. So guys, it's like a food, it's a food delivery service company that's like huge in Jersey. It's, I don't know. It's like every meathead workout guy like takes it. It's not bad. Like I'm not knocking it. It's a great service. You've got, you've got to be a Jersey girl to understand that. But one. like Jersey I'm on Long Island and I know about this. So they're serious just, about their working out and their eat clean. So I'm just like, right? this would be very funny. And I actually know that they are connected to, I mean, that like the eat clean bro people are, they're, it's so incestuous. Like they're connected to the Manzos. Like they all know each other. You know, I was Can looking I at who you? followed who. Yeah. I used to work in the gym or at a gym with Jolene Matthews. No. Do you say hello ever? Or like, hi. I, that's so funny. I don't know. I just told this story to somebody. I don't know who. Okay. So boom. I'm working at a gym in Jersey. It's a city. It's a pretty well-known gym. If you are a lifter, bodybuilder, trainer, right? We get this new lady in. They're trying to get their social media. This is like 2015, 2016. They're trying to get their social media up and kind of their women presence in the gym. And they hire this girl and the head of training comes in and he's excited. We got this new girl. She's a she's from Housewives of New Jersey. Remember, at this time, I don't watch. I don't watch Jersey at this time. She's from Housewives of New Jersey. It's going to be big. It's going to be that. In walks Jolene Matthews. So I'm like, okay. I'm like the only girl in membership. They're looking for me to go nuts. And I'm like, Cool. Okay. Great to have you here, babes. I'm um, laughing. We are, like, we work together. Cool, 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 cool. One day I'm in there, I'm doing some admin work, and I walk by the office, and she's like, hey, what size are you? And so I tell her, uh, begrudgingly, a size 10 at the time. And she goes, you want a model? What? Okay, Jolene. Stop. Sure. Again, I... 
I just be like, let's just see where this train takes us. I end up on Good Day New York. <laughs> oh my God. Doing a like, you know, this outfit will take you yeah, from yeah, day yeah, to yeah, night yeah, segment yeah. Um, with her and uh, Janae Lucci, uh, which then eventually led to me doing a um, Kathy Lee and Hoda. I did another dress what? segment. Yeah, okay. I met Tony. You're like Bennett. one of the stand-ins, so now you're also a stand-in model. Okay, okay, right. just added to the resume. But again, I don't know who this lady is. Like, I, I, they're hyping her up. I don't know. I went to her website. I don't recognize anything. Cut okay. to January. You guys talked me into watching Housewives of New Jersey, and I get to the scene where Jolene Matthews is training with uh, <laughs> Jack Jacqueline, and she's yes. like walking off and drinking. I paused the TV. I screamed at my husband. I was like, get the fuck in here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that like, now you know. The screen is paused. I'm like, who is this? And he was like, ain't that the girl you used to work with? What's she doing on TV? Is this new? He's got so many questions. Now he's involved too. <laughs> oh my God, Jolie I'm Matthews. Yeah, The yes. fact that you were in Good Day in New York and like mm-hmm. Hoda, and, or no, Kathy Lee, you said. Yeah, Kat, this was before Kathy Lee left. Wow. Oh my God. I thought I had a picture of you. Um, what was I going to say? I wanted to talk to you really quickly also about New York. I know you're caught up I, mostly. Yes. You're not up to the to the most recent, um, no. but I wanted to just like get your feelings on it. I feel like we haven't talked about it and I just wanted to know like generally how you're feeling about it at this point, <clears throat> um, like the reboot in general. I like it overall, okay. right? It's nice. It's clean. It's good fun. It's not too deep, right? Um, it's not what we left in Roni. I don't like it in that, and I just said this on my live, everybody has their version of what type of housewife they're going to give. There is a recipe here. You know you're bringing one fourth cup of this, a half a cup of that, and you are going to give your version of the best housewife, right? Mm-hmm. Because they drew in people that had like decent names and decent money, I feel like we are going to grow to this elite bubble that's going to have to be popped again, which is where we were in New York, right? Yes, the race issue and the HR issue is kind of what ultimately made the decision. But zooming out, the bigger issue is that you had these women who lived a certain type of life, who Mm -hmm. didn't go down past a certain street in New York, and it was very this is just what we do. This is what we do. And then the cameras are on us when in fact, that's not real life. That bubble is going to get big and obnoxious soon. And I, so I just like, I see the stairway to where we were before. So so that's interesting. That's interesting because a lot of what you're commenting on, I'm seeing in a positive way on the OC on Real Housewives of Orange County right now, which like I was not expecting, you know, I walked into this season. Oh my gosh, show me the picture right now. That is me and (laughs) Jolene Matthews in the back (gasps) of our Uber Black headed to... Stop. You need to like do a story on this. Why are you, why did you not done a video on this? This is very funny. (laughs) Like want to hear a random story, guys? That's all you do. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. Um... Sorry. OC. I feel like it's – I don't know if you're watching that or up to date with it too. Yeah, obviously. Um, I <laughs> am really liking it. Like I just feel like we've hit – we've hit a moment 
mm-hmm. to your point of like popping the bubble of mm-hmm. the Trace Amigos bubble is being popped right now. Mm-hmm. Gina's like, uh-uh, no way. Like, this is not the behavior, like, that works. It's just not – she's calling her out, Shannon. Um, and I like it. And I know a lot of people don't like Gina. I don't care. I she She's a Long Island girl. I've always liked her. People are questioning why she's a housewife. I think she answers a lot of what you just said. Is like she's – you're seeing aspirational and realistic within the same group of friends. And I think that actually creates more interest – in a group because you're having people respond to the things that at home we're responding to as well. She I was think- definitely, definitely the Bethany Frankel hire of the franchise, right? Like she was the Shannon. That, uh, no, Gina. Oh, um, remember first season when we met Bethany skinny girl, yes. wasn't a thing. We watched her build that. I think that's what we were supposed to see with Gina. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not. Okay. I just don't see it for Gina. And that that's really, <laughs> I see it for the archetype of Gina. I just don't see it for her. No, also, I think, yeah, I think that this might be the swan song unless this helped her, you know, but I don't, I, I hear you. Believe me, I, I also, get it. Also, first of all, Shannon Bador Stan here. Hi, checking in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> When we make we'll a list, there, we'll get there, we'll get there. It's okay, we're, we're smiling <laughs> we at each make other. A like list about people who could check the Shannon Bedore, it's not Gina. Um, number one, number two, at this point, yes, Shannon is to blame. Shannon is part of the problem. I'm not that much of a stand where I can't say that. However, I also think the ladies know what buttons of Shannon to push, right? Like Shannon's work needs to be rewiring some of her buttons. And then the other lady's job needs to be, are we actually trying to solve the problem? Or are we trying to make good TV? Because some of the stuff that Gina be saying to Shannon is like, you know where this is going. And then it goes there and you're like, look at her, look at her. And it's like, no, you wanted her to look like that. Like you knew this is where this was going. Oh, for sure. She knows where it's going. I think also it's, it's Shannon needs to wake up and see who her friends are. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Where I'm like, we're watching none of your friends speak up for you. And the silence says everything to me. And I hope when she's watching it back, she can go, okay. But she's not. She's not because you know what she was supposed to do? Her first season, she was supposed to look back and say, oh, that man don't love me. And she was supposed to leave him then. There is a, and again, I'm not diagnosed to say this or or qualified to to diagnose, but there is an obvious self-esteem issue there. Oh, yeah. There's a total need for validation. And I mean, I know she talked about her parents and like her relationship with her dad when she was growing up. I think she said that they didn't have- Boo. Like, Shannon is 85. I'm so sorry. Respectfully, get a therapist. I My ick is when people over the age of 30, especially people who have health insurance, I'm like, that's because when I was 10, my dad, seek help. Seek help and stop standing on that. Stop standing on your trauma. Honestly, it's true. We should really just have a podcast that people You're like people this because in. when you were 10, your dad, bro, that's 20 years that you decided to be a fucked up individual. And I'm really actually <laughs> going to say 10 because you got that health insurance a minute ago. You Honestly, at any at any point, you could walk into anybody's church and go to an anger management class or something. You're like that because you want to be. When when Shannon started talking about her parents, same with Karen, I don't care. I don't care. 
I don't care. <laughs> I know. I know. I like this is coming from a Shannon Stan guys. So I mean, I I'm with you. I think that she needs help. Maybe she has it. We just don't know. But clearly, she's yeah, maybe this things. makes that maybe this behavior cuts the check. And that's that's the hardest part as a housewife watcher is that mm-hmm. you have to sit there and be like, is this the behavior that cuts the check, or is this who you are? I know. I think I know. I know. I, and that's why having someone like an Emily who is a little abrasive and like her delivery is a little like rough around the edges. We know this. But like having someone like that to like just kind of cut through and say like, mm-hmm. dude, what the fuck is going on right now? Like what are you talking about um, is good. I feel like the difference between an Emily's delivery and a Heather's delivery is Heather's always just comes up like it's wrapped up with like Fuck you. Attitude or like a <laughs> elite elitism that you can't take it seriously. And that's sad because I think 75% of the time she does really mean well, but it's just like her delivery sucks. Um, and I think people are sensitive to where she comes from and what she comes from. And like people want to be here. offended by Heather DeBro. Like me, again, I see it for Heather. My husband calls champagne champs because like in this I house, love Heather. We're, debro- like, we're debroke people. So am I. Like I get it. She's absolutely like leans into the like champs of it all. But I would too if I just sold my fucking house for $55 million. Like, I- but she will also like, see, and I, I hate this, the um saying like, uh, what is it? Money talks, money screams, wealth whispers. Oh yeah, but wait, why do you hate it? Because you think because stream. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like there's there's such policing on like your money should do whatever you want your money to do, right? Like whether mm-hmm. you like labels, whether you like quiet luxury. Like I just hate the policing on your money. Yeah, but yeah. I think a great example of that, right, is Karen Huger at. Candace's first event when she was upset about there not being napkins and like what type of event is this we don't have napkins whereas Shannon is I mean whereas like Heather has her moments where she's like dude like put it in the cup like like, let's have a good time like I'm here for a good time like fucking pour it okay yeah it should be in a champagne flute we don't have that right now throw it in the rocks glass let's go like I there are moments where Heather reminds us that like She's down to earth. You just have to realize that her earth is still like light years ahead. <laughs> ahead like, of, like when she was at the, like, when she's at the ranch, when she was at the ranch, like cleaning up the the shit, and she was like, like a lot of people have to clean up shit. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god oh my I god. understood that moment, but I got though. what she was saying. Like, no, that's okay. Like, let's be real. We got it. Like, we all got it in the room. Like, just everybody relax. <laughs> yeah, like I, I got that. So I have. I have those epiphanies often. And when she said it and pe- it didn't resonate, I was like, oh, good thing I'm not on television. Uh, because I mean, my husband is a firefighter. He works two days a week, right? I stay home. I get to, and I homeschool. So I get to see him and my daughter more than most parents do. I have the luxury of going to the grocery store on a Tuesday. I don't, I personally don't go to the grocery store on the weekends. I'm like, y'all got that. Like, cause I don't have to be there. And there are times when I'm in my car and I'll be like hunking at somebody or somebody's going too slow. And I have to realize like, I don't have to. 
Like, I don't have to. That doesn't mean that I don't sacrifice in other places to make that my reality. It doesn't mean that the birds from Cinderella come and get me dressed every morning. (laughs) It just means that in that particular point in my life, I can like dial it back and slow down. So when she had that realization of like, bro, eggs cost $10 a gallon. a dozen and there are people out here literally shoving shit in order to afford it that like like I don't have anything bad going on like mm-hmm. what was the issue there I I I don't know they they leaned into that really hard and I was just like give her a break like it's just it's too much but I I'm glad with where the OC is now like I don't know where it's gonna go I kind of felt like it was fizzling out um I really like Jennifer, this new housewife. I've spoken about that. I, I really like her ability to seem really human and mm-hmm. also like kind through all of the mess. I think she's navigating herself well. I definitely – I heard a soundbite of hers like like a month and a half ago where she said that if she's lucky enough to come back next season, she will be a lot more like – forthcoming in her reactions to things and uh response and like she because she didn't for me yep when she didn't when that napkin hit her face and she didn't get up and dog walk Tamara judge's ass i said oh she's a great human being i was like she's built (laughs) she's built very different because i would have stood up i would have stood up so fast i'm not i'm not i'm Let's just say I'm glad I'm not a housewife because I would not be there long, probably. <laughs> My Listen, temper. Mm-mm. I don't do. I don't do. I don't do that. I don't do no. that. I'm not gonna be the. Oh, I'm a bitch. I'm really trying to stay away from anything physical. Like we get our nails done, our hair done, our makeup done to be here. Like these clothes. If you rip them, I probably want to wear it again. I'm going to be very upset, right? It's just but... amazing to see Tamara do that in. When you know she would never do it in other circumstances. So it's just like, what are you doing? Anyway. I'd be the housewife trying to call call the cops. Oh, no. She's going to jail. Oh, no. It's assault. <laughs> like, I, I don't need to talk to that one producer. So like, funny. I'm I'm on the phone before. I'm not leaving the table. Babe, what? You're going to jail. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of, I just, if this is like all the, the heated, like, violence, which, like, I hate being like that. But it is bringing me back to Potomac. And I miss that so much. That's coming back in November, right? Or was yes. it October? I I think I saw November like third. I was about to say, I thought I saw November. Or maybe it is October because November is Salt Lake and Beverly Hills, right? Oh, yeah. I don't oh my know. Gosh, there's so much coming. Um, what are you thinking about casting with Atlanta? This is like all over the place, guys. This is how we talk to each other. We're like, where, where are you at? <laughs> um... I know there's a jot, lot to unpack. Jot this down so I can yeah. give you so that you can remind me to tell you when this starts recording. Like okay, a, a little bit deeper. Okay, I think <laughs> I don't think we're getting a full cast reboot. I think the information about the three housewives is absolutely correct. Mm. Um, they're looking at Candy, Kenya, and Sheree allegedly. I don't understand bringing Sheree back. Um, yeah, but okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that Monietta will be back as Candy's friend of. I think that that other girl was her name, Akila or something, Kenya's oh, yeah. friend. I think that she will be back as an as a friend or be there as a friend of. And I think that Atlanta 
first of all, pause. I know that they're saying that they're in the middle of a hardball negotiation with Portia. Portia coming back is not going to yes. save this unless this is the final season. Unless okay. we're saying Sweet 16 is the final goodbye. And Portia won't save it, in my opinion, because the audience, when you look at the comments, mm-hmm. people are craving authenticity. They want to feel, they feel that disconnect. Season one through season five felt like this is really what they had going on and we just got a chance to watch it. Portia is not going to give us that. Number one, just because of the tax bracket. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) You can't. We've learned that the hard way so many times. You can't put a camera in them financial rooms. Things are going to start not making sense, okay? Uh, (laughs) You just can't. I'm not saying that he does anything illegal. I'm just saying in the interest of really protecting the business that funds the family, it wouldn't be smart to put that on camera. Um, therefore, automatically, Portia is not going to be able to give us very, very close to authentic. And the audience doesn't want that. Okay. Also, I think that the opposite of Candy, Kenya, and possibly Sheree needs to be people that we don't know. I was going to say newbies. Nini, uh, Nini reminded us on the Carlos interview that they weren't poor but they were definitely paycheck to paycheck, okay? That also means that she was not a socialite. I think looking in the direction of socialites is still <laughs> wrong. You need to be, we we need to be looking for people who make a hundred to $150,000 a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go, go back to casting at the mall. Like, I actually have a question for you now because this kind of, I feel like we've had this conversation before about like how many seasons they should have these mm-hmm these franchises, but are we at a point where we need to create like a new show? Because I feel like Housewives, the whole idea of it, and I hear you that like that casting worked because it was a lot more approachable. People felt like it was a lot more attainable and realistic, but I feel like Housewives in essence was always meant to be an aspirational show. Things that were like so far from our reality, but it was still interesting watching and there were stories that we could still relate to and resonate with. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like there's this like this white space, if you will, for what you're talking about. Is it more like, I, and I don't know if it's less of a housewife angle, and it's more of like a group of people that work together. I don't know, but it's like it just needs to be different. And I feel like a lot of what you're saying is kind of speaking to that. That like we're in this in between, right? Mm-hmm. We're like I like we just are asking for something that's a lot more gritty and it just doesn't exist on bravo right now take us back down to 1080p we don't need this ultra 8k uh also i think the recipe for uh ladies of london the recipe for girlfriends in paris could work and i've been saying this they could be girlfriends of atlanta or girlfriends in atlanta girlfriends and whatever and the focal point Originally, I said the focal point could be a trip, right? But in a world where Bravo makes money off of these people's businesses and they feel like they never, um, Kenya, they don't, you're not showing the event, you're not highlighting me. The focus of the Girlfriends Inn could be one big trip. We got to get back to the extravagant group trips, right? And then the show can be about creating something. So that cast event can be a joint event. So we're going to do something, just using Atlanta as an example, where 
She Buy Sheree. Mm, that's laughable. She Buy Sheree Bedroom Candy and King and More Hair Care put on this event, it's whether it be for yeah whether it be for the city or just some like something an event for something then they have a guaranteed platform to highlight their show and then we still get the drama and we know when these girls get to working together it get dramaful so let's plan the trip let's have them argue one of the girls might want to work on the trip while the other one is there to turn their brain off you know what i mean we can Mm. wrap that up we can see the dichotomy between putting together this big event and then having actual other business things to do and whatever maybe todd and them get mad because candy's giving the toys pro bono and that's hurtful to the bottom line over there there's drama in that and you can go city to city that way that's so interesting. I definitely, I, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like that authenticity, that realness is missing. I don't know if Bravo would ever bite because I feel like they put themselves in like a aspirational space of like, but I don't know because it is reality TV, but it's sort of this fine line. But um, they put themselves there. Again, Nene didn't yeah. have money like that when we met her. Sheree definitely didn't. She was barely making it. She was begging Bob the first three seasons for her money. And then even when she left the show, she went and did Ianla Fix My Life and was begging for the money over there. The only person who had money season one was Deshaun. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I think it would be interesting. And I always say, reality pitch time. I always say... And I know they're doing it with like Alex Earl right now, and they're mm-hmm. obviously doing a reality show with her. Um, I was like, why aren't they doing content creation? I mean, if Bravo was smart, they would take a group of very diverse content creators who discuss all the shows, talk about mm-hmm. it. You could be highlighting them, their personal lives. You could also be highlighting their like journey through this and kind of what it means. It doesn't have to be bravo but i don't know i feel like content creation in a lot of different angles it doesn't need to be talking about this you could take people from different worlds working together i don't know i think the it's real very andy easy and it's hills right there said what to do a con- i said the real andy of beverly hills said to do a content creator below deck this was obviously before the book below deck drama um philly diva said to do a content creator summer house um, oh my god did she but put like, that in there? Let's let a sound bite this. Thank you, Philly Diva. Wherever you are, we um we what co-sign? Yeah, we, we co-sign. co-sign. We co-sign Philly Diva's recommendation that there's a summer house for content creators. I don't even know. It needs to be like winter house. I do a winter house. I don't want to be in a bathing suit with all of you. I love you all, but no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no. Honestly, though, right? Like, I don't even want to do some of the the nonsense on, the, that on my TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of it that comes with the summer house and the because if you put me in a position where I'm in a hot tub and some naked man or woman come get in the hot tub next to me, like summer house Martha's Vineyard. Again, I'm like, do I don't you have Purell. I'm gonna be like, same have Purell. I'm a mom. I'm gonna be like, spraying my hands, like getting out. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I'm not spraying shit. I'm just fighting you. If you get in the hot tub with me in your, (laughs) in your garden attire, in your garden of Eden attire, absolutely not. No, thank you. Um, but no, 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 seriously. I've always said that too. What else is going on? I feel like there's so much. I'm like this whole Beverly Hills with Kyle and Mo. I mean, I don't like, 
and then Dorit and PK apparently have issues. Like, what is going on? And we're going to see that. Okay, so Dorit and PK, they've been had issues. They're I know. Finally, production. Um, well, everybody got new producers over in Beverly Hills, remember? Yes. So there's there's yes. no safeguard anymore. So we're getting ready to get to the mess and to the stress. Um, apparently, PK spent over a million dollars in alcohol. Um, with this side chick. So apparently they were drinking like Louis the 13th because what other reason? Um, oh, no. It, it never made sense. And I've been saying this since I started TikTok. I know how much things cost. It does not add up. I, I never got... To- what PK really did. It wasn't really clear to me. It was sort of just like vague and he had an accent. So I was like, all right, I guess he's in consulting like Ralph. But like, I mean, you can only make so, I mean, you can make a lot of money in consulting, obviously, but anyway, Um, we're going to see a lot. Kyle, cry me a river. Cry me a river on Amazon Live talking about how hard the separation is with you and this man that's still living in his house together. Please, please stop playing in my face with this random PR nightmare of a mess, right? What I think happened is I think they have an open relationship. I've always said that. I think that Maurice messed up. And Caitlin, hi, Caitlin, besties by Bravo. Caitlin said that it could have possibly been Kyle, but I'm going to tell you why I think it was Maurice, okay? Okay. I think Maurice messed up and the Morgan Wade of it all was Kyle finally saying like, I don't give an F anymore. Like I'm not, I'm not hiding. I'm not whatever. Like if you're not following the rules, I'm not following the rules. Right. And I think in her, I'm a socket to my husband. She forgot, oh, we're on a show. Now we're here and you have to figure out a way to A, capitalize, and then B, tell us your business without telling us all of your business. Thus the music video and all of that, because if all the eyes are on us, we might as well make money. But Kyle is moving like a woman who is pissed off, right? Like if you've ever been in a relationship and your man pissed you off, it's like, oh, I don't do anything. I'm going to show you what life is like when I don't do anything. And then we'll figure out how you eat, how you such and such. Mm -hmm. She's giving very much woman scorned. And so I think that she that Kyle messed up and not her. Mo messed up. Mo I'm messed sorry, up. Mo messed up and I'm not Kyle. You. I feel like, yeah, I mean, obviously Mo has been like so into the agency and like that has been I mean, just from what we've seen, it's been his priority. Like the way mm-hmm. he talks about like it's his life and good on you. But I feel like through that, she was definitely deprioritized. And I'm like, what the – first of all, like in my opinion, and like who am I? I think Kyle is beautiful. And Mm -hmm. I'm always like she's she's like charismatic. Like Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know these people. But like on paper, she checks a lot of wonderful boxes. Um, Flexible. (laughs) And like just for family and the way she's as a mother too. Like I just Mm – I have this theory about Kyle, and this one is a little bit sad, but I think that it might play into it. So last year, she lost her best friend mm-hmm. um, f- that was like her best friend for, I think, over 20 years. And I think that coupled with probably issues with Mo, I think it propelled her forward and was like, I can't live this way anymore. And like, you're doing stupid shit that's not making sense. That you're like, I feel like nothing quote unquote happened that she can like say this happened Mm -hmm. but I feel as though she's not an idiot 
and is like picking up. I think her emotional needs were not being met. And I think we all know Kyle's super emotional and that's not a bad thing. Um, So he has a partner that's prioritizing his career over his family and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. You back off. And I think she had a relationship with this person. Not, I think it was platonic. I think through it, Maybe she figured out some things about herself, was a little confused. Um, I am on the other side of things where, like, I actually don't think that they ever hooked up, like, her and Morgan. I just don't. I think there was major flirting going on, and that's their, like, relationship mm-hmm. um, and friendship, which is weird. Um but not my circus, not my monkeys, like whatever, that works for you guys. But I think it's an open relationship for sure. And she's dangling the carrot of Morgan in front of Mo. Like, do I think that's right? No. She's also dangling it in front of the public, which to me is like very bizarre. Annoying. Um, Especially when you're like very pro-LGBTQ. And I'm not like trying to get all like, you know, policing it. But Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's like pandering. Like, what are you doing? It's definitely pandering. But to the... Mo working side of it. Yeah. Mo did not leave um the Hilton uh, brand. The, the Hilton <laughs> brand. Thank you. He did not leave the Hilton brand and break their gentleman's handshake ar- agreement and take them agents with him without Kyle's knowledge. So my thing is when you when you talk about working and like oh we got to make this work it's like girl we done screwed them people over. We got to make the agency work. Like the agency has to be that girl cuz we don't have we took a big shot. And it worked it hit you know what I'm saying? Now there's a lot of work that has to be done. And not only a lot of work that has to be done, but a lot of work without the help that we thought we were going to get before we decided to play them. So whereas he shouldn't have been starting from the bottom, he was. And I think that while it's valid, oh, okay, yeah, I made this agreement with you. I didn't think it was going to look like this, right? I didn't expect to be affected in that way. That's valid as a partner to say that. Yeah. But also- you committed to this business venture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like at this, like I get it. What you're saying, and I definitely agree that they obviously both committed to doing this follow through. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's more to this, and we're just gonna. I feel like it's the emotional need thing. That's where my head's at. But we'll see. Maybe things happened. Um, just ugh, that makes me feel bad because I always liked Mo. I don't know. I always I'm at the Mo put up or shut up. Sh- show me that you're with this Morgan girl, or stop talking to me about this Morgan. Just stop girl talking about it. It's I, weird. I also, like, no not more. for nothing. I mean, this is my two cents, but just from like a PR perspective for this person for their career, mm-hmm. I just feel like why do you want her career wrapped up in this like BSC like fake relationship if it's not real like it seems because like because it's lucrative and that's what's annoying you know. know your bravo fans you're telling this girl oh come over here these people are idiots they'll buy anything they're going to talk about anything that's why i personally have went out of my way to not really share i know i my don't like really it. it because it's like y'all are trying to, y'all are playing me you are using my currency of attention to play in my face and i don't like that i don't like I that know. at all I have too many things to do and too many asses to wipe. So moving on. Okay. <laughs> Wrapping it up. I Wrapping feel like this up. has been like such a like good conversation. Wow. I feel like I need to check in with you. 
Yeah. Where are like Feels what like are you most excited? I know it's true. We did. <laughs> what um are you so excited for this season? Like for fall season for shows. I know outside of Bravo, there's the Golden mm-hmm. Bachelor. We get to watch that, but like what to you is the most exciting? Um, you didn't ask me for this, but I'm going to start with what I'm disappointed by. I was disappointed by the ending of Stars on Mars, not by who won, just about the The lack, the lack of attention and care that went into playing out the final episode. It kind of like marketing. I feel like it fell off and people didn't like, they didn't tell us that it was continuing. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, so disappointed by that. I did watch every episode, so I'll never get that time back. Thank you, Fox. Um, <laughs> I'm very, very excited for The Golden Bachelor. Me too. Um, I think it's like representation on so many different levels. Um, I can't wait to see what type of reads a woman like Peggy delivers you know what type of drama a sylvia gets into i'm ready for that uh <laughs> susan's out here looking like chris jenner you what know what i mean i can't i am i am oof, i am ready okay peggy like that is just mm, we gotta interview mm-hmm. them oh my gosh oh my god abc oh my please god. let us give okay. us the clearance um please in a world where you can be anything, don't be as hard as Bravo. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I watched the challenge. I watched Big Brother, so obviously yeah. I'm watching that now. Um, super into it. Tiffany left, and I'm actually I'm very happy about that. I didn't like Tiffany on the challenge. Um, you didn't. No, because I feel like T- Tiffany is a very good social competitor and she's a very good mental competitor. And with the challenge, you need all three. You need the social, yes. you need the mental, you need the physical. And she did not carry the physical at all. She knew that. So 10 points for being self-aware, but she just got voted out or evicted last night. And I actually like that. So I feel like I'm going to like it a little bit better because now everybody who's left is actually comp beast. And that's what I'm here for. Um, I'm actually going to try out the buddy camp, you know, it's coming on CBS. It's it's the camp reality show, but they have to do Camp Buddy or something it's called. Yes, 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 yes. What is I'm going to give that two episodes because okay. clearly we have nothing else two to episodes. do. And... I think that's it. The writer strike is officially affecting me. I've finished all of my shows, and so now I know they're not coming back. So that's really sad for me. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for. I honestly cannot wait for Beverly Hills to come back. I don't know what it says I'm, about me, but I'm like, ready. No, I'm ready I'm for Beverly like, Hills. Really wanted to come back. And you know what? I'm also re- and Potomac too. And this year, L, I'm like in. Remember last year, I was like catching up and like all that, and then I finally I got to talk about it at like the very end. Now I know what the hell I'm talking time. about. So yes. I got context, and I'm ready. Yes. I'm so excited. We'll talk about that. Um, but anywho, I mean, this was. I mean, this is what we do. We like to talk. You know, shoot the shit, talk about this stuff. Um, I love having you on my mm-hmm. socials. And like, even though there's a podcast that no one will ever see, like it's there. Now we have one. Now we have it's one. going to be out there. I'm so Mando, excited. I know you can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everybody, go go find Elle. You can find her across uh, clearly many socials. Elle, where should they find you first? Where would you um, recommend? TikTok is where I'm most active. And right now my TikTok handle is it L Marisaki because I changed it to it's, but I hit the button, like the autocorrect button with the 
apostrophe uh, and of course it's a handle so that didn't work so it says it and i think i have about 15 more days before i can change that uh <laughs> <laughs> See in 12 days okay so i it- literally i was pissed i had a whole breakdown about it and everything so it's cool Aww. um but it el mirasaki on tiktok and then it's el mirasaki on youtube and on instagram tiktok will be updated as soon as they let me <laughs> Okay, so you can find her there. I will put her handle in the description of the episode. And guys, go follow her if you don't already. I've spoken about her like obviously periodically through my episodes as someone that I look to and um, love their content, love her content. So thank you for being here. I love your perspective. Like you said, you're a housewives expert. So just getting your takes is so fun. Um, I appreciate it. And then I'm so excited for your journey and your project with Strift. And I know that it's going to hit because when you have good intentions behind it, it usually does. So everybody thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you next week hopefully it's not as crazy as this week because i have emotional whiplash and i need sleep so see you next time Bye. bye